Welcome to In the Weeds, a Mindscape podcast. Hey there, welcome to episode 10 of season three of the In the Weeds podcast. I'm Pete Brand, Mindscape CEO and co-founder, and I'm joined by... Jeff Bell, Mindscape COO, and I'm joined by... Paul Ferrier, Chief Strategy Officer. All right. Thanks, Paul. Yeah, man. We uh, It's nice to have you in here. I think we're on our 30th episode so far. Yeah. Uh, is this it, our last episode of the season? It is. 10? Yeah. That was the last episode last time. Oh, yeah. we saved the best for last. Right, right. So That's I think right. you were probably the last episode of maybe season two or season one. Yeah. But we've been excited to have you back in because we both understand and will state that you are the brains of the organization. And yep. the one who has effectively identified what levers to pull to impact results for almost 20, actually over 20 years now. And uh, yeah, I give you most of the credit for, You're the, old. for the brilliance. A, it's a team effort. <laughs> and I am old. <laughs> so well, one of the things that we're going to talk about today and, and really, you know, Mindscape, we've talked about it in almost every episode, but our focus is always on results, whether we're impacting additional leads, whether we're impacting e-commerce growth or whether we're just trying to figure out a way for clients to be able to spend their money profitably and, and actually make some money and get a return on investment. But one of the things that, that we do in order to do that is testing. And I think for a lot of people, you know, there's a lot of terms you throw around as far as testing a website or whatever. Um, but, but I think we'd like to get in the weeds on that and learn from somebody like yourself who is always looking at ways to be able to optimize the performance of a website. So I think the, the first point that we can talk about a little bit is, you know, what, what are some of the elements that you, um, that you would test on a website as you're looking to optimize the performance? So there, there are a lot of different circumstances that come into what we are going to be testing. Um, so what are the results that we are looking for? We could be doing A-B testing uh, on specific headlines. It could be the full design. Uh, it could be calls to action on the page. Uh, it could be uh, the page length itself uh, and the amount of copy that's there. It could be photography. There are a lot of different elements uh, that come into play. But what speaks into that to begin with is the data that you see in Google Analytics. How typically you see opportunities based on the data in NGA that's saying what are people doing so for example if it's a landing page and we're just, we're just getting uh, nobody spending any time on it uh, but the at the page it, we feel that the page has a lot of valuable content uh, obviously that's why we're driving the user there we would want to look at it and say okay what is keeping them from engaging with this page where they're getting the wrong traffic or we have the wrong message or we have something that's not hooking them in to get them to scroll down the page or to get them to do what we really want them to do uh, so you can use A-B testing uh, to take that original version uh, and, and, and test an alternative version. And, and your goal is always to beat uh, the, the metrics that you're looking to, uh, that you're measuring against the original. Uh, and so, uh, for instance, like specific metrics, I just talked about like the time on page, that's really going to tell you that there's, that there's an issue because if they're not spending time on page, your conversion rate is typically going to be very low. So... At the end of the day, what's most important to us is that amount of traffic that's getting there and then those number of conversions. So the conversion rate between those two those two numbers are, are key. So it's always interesting to hear you talk about the data and stuff because you just you string together all these thoughts. It's like you're 
like you have the ability to be able to look at one outcome from analytics, which drives you to look at something else, which drives you to look at something else. And, and to you, it just seems really natural and it, and it flows. Um, but yeah, that's, in fact, you created a document kind of capturing a lot of the ways that we look at analytics internally. And frankly, I use that as my Bible. It's like a series of if then statements throughout the entire course of the website behavior but if you could only see what actually goes on in my head <laughs> i can imagine so, a lot of it goes just like my stories all over the place <laughs> hey, but that's what makes all of us unique right hey. like i'm beautiful and you, and you know you have your strengths too <laughs> hey jeff like it wasn't that funny <laughs> oh yeah that's right. that's true. I, I i was just told i'm supposed to laugh at all your jokes that's all. <laughs> uh all right so um, you know, we've talked about the different elements, headlines, de- full designs, potentially CTAs, <clears throat> uh, the types of things you can test. Um, are there different approaches or what structured approaches are there to kind of testing those things? Because obviously you don't want to just, um, you know, change everything at once and then hope for the best. Right. So right. what what kind of models are out there for uh, for testing? Yeah, so the, so the, the, the two major ones, of course, are A-B testing and multivariate testing. Um, and there are uh, uh, many, many tools out there, third-party tools that help facilitate this process. But your A-B testing um, is, if you're, you know, more, lo- they're both basically the same, same concept um, where you're testing one thing versus another. Uh, your A-B testing is more your uh, a full page versus another full page if you're looking at it holistically. Uh, and then your multivariate testing may be multiple versions. So multivariate meaning all, multiple variables. Uh, so you may have like multiple, like four, let's say four different elements in the combination of those elements. You can have a tool then uh, like Optimizely or some or Google Optimize that will uh, basically feed up different combinations of those multiple variables. Uh, and then it will manage and report out what performs best together. Um, so... We've had a lot of success uh, with with this testing to again continue to move the needle. We talk about producing results; uh, those results come, and we're able to measure that, of course, with these tools and with Google Analytics and and with e-commerce sales and lead numbers. So it's all about moving these numbers in in the right direction. These tools help that. So we we just slowly get not necessarily slowly, but we get things dialed in. Uh, again, to get the best results possible out of the out of the traffic that we're getting. Well, and that brings up another point about the the testing. So there's multivariate and there's A B. From a timing standpoint, or the length of time for you to learn, um, yeah. does anything impact that as to what choice you might want to use in one of those two, or maybe traffic yeah. or anything like yeah, that? Yeah. So, so you're you're when you're doing multivariate, you're having multiple there's multiple combinations of something, right? So. Uh, if you have four, four different versions, you you also need the tool, and the tools will help you with this. You need things to be statistically significant in order to say, yeah, this is that we feel that this is accurate, that this is accurate data. Um, so the if you if you don't have a, a lot of traffic, multivariant likely isn't going to be a good version because it's imagine that it splits the traffic up into four. So now you have to have enough traffic that four versions. Or, or the traffic's being split four ways to be able to get to a conclusion where they where they're saying we're confident that this combination is a winner. Uh, so when there's lower traffic, the best the best option for that is just do a straight A/B test. 
Do you have any examples of, of like past optimization projects and kind of some examples from a numbers perspective of how they've gone? Yeah. Um, so the, the, the one, there's a particular client that I love talking about. Um, and if anybody's been in a meeting with me, I probably brought them up multiple times. <laughs> uh, but, but we did, we did a, a, a test. They, they had a goal of generating more leads. Um, and in order to generate more leads, they wanted us to increase their traffic because to them, that was the metric that meant if we just get more eyeballs, it will translate to more traffic. As we dove into the data, um, we looked at it and mathematically, there was plenty of traffic. For us to achieve significant growth goals, uh, there was plenty of traffic there. Um, and, and I just took a different spin to it and I said, um, that in order to generate these leads and an increase in leads, um, we don't have a, a conversion problem. Uh, we have an abandonment problem. Um, so what I was looking at was our users were getting to the point of getting to a form that was our lead uh, and they were stopping, but they were making multiple steps before that. So it just didn't make sense to me that they would, they would be committed all the way up to that point and then not convert. So we were looking at that form and we're saying, okay, what are things that we could do different than with this form that will engage them? I was talking earlier about people not spending time on a page. In this case, it was, it was more of that conversion rate. We had the people there, but they weren't filling it out. And that was, that was the problem. Um, what's interesting though, uh, is that the conversion rate on this page was 24%. Hmm. Wow, man. Math mathematically that that it that's phenomenal right? <laughs> just just so everyone listening out there uh, hi mom is uh <laughs> no we're we're a big uh, group now you're listening you're this is a global audience now paul just so you know <laughs> uh but um for those out there who are listening uh i don't remember what i was going to say now we I do too. not <laughs> we do not guarantee 24 percent conversion yeah rates. thank you thank <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah, yeah, industry average that's what i was going to say yeah. is what Five uh, percent, you would yeah. say, on a, on a on a lead side, yeah. and for this particular client, uh, so things were things were going really well for them. But I still was able to. Tr I just turned that around. And I was saying we, you know, we have we have too many of our visitors going through this, going to this level and not converting. Um, so we had an initial goal uh, that that we were going to do an A/B test. Um, we created actually multiple versions of uh, this quote request page. Um, in this whole quote, quote request experience, um, and our initial goal was we're gonna we're gonna improve our conversion rate from twenty four percent to thirty four percent. So we're gonna go, we're gonna make a bump in ten percent. Matt, from a financial perspective, what that meant in a number of the number of leads because of the amount of traffic we were getting was significant. So we thought if we are able to do that, we're this is gonna be huge. So we did our A B test, um, and we and we ended up. I'm simplifying this down, but there were multiple versions, and we ended up we ended up going through going through multiple tests. But it, but the first version of it, uh, we went. Our goal was 34 percent. We ended up at 37 percent. So that's it was a win. Huge. It was a, it was a big win. Um, and had we stopped there, I mean, we were already high fiving each other. But had we stopped there, we would have missed out on the opportunity that really came. So what we were doing is then looking at the data and saying, well. I think we can make these changes and increase this another 5%. Uh, we did our testing, and, and long story short, when we were all said and done, we were at 63% conversion rate. Wow. What that turned into was millions and millions of dollars. Yeah, wow. Yeah, man, that's almost like, I'm not good at math, but like 
two million percent better. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Yeah, carry that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Move the percent sign. <laughs> uh, so, you know, this particular client had a lot of, a lot of traffic. Um, and, and, you know, when you have that amount of traffic, uh, that certainly gives you a significant advantage because you can learn things much faster. The, the, the lower uh, your traffic volume, uh, the longer it takes for these things to happen. So they become a little bit less exciting. Yeah. Uh, so when you, you know, you have, uh, you know, 50,000, 100,000 visitors coming to your site a month, uh, you know, these are fantastic tools to just continue to make, make small tweaks uh, and, and increase the performance. So, and, and make millions of dollars. So for, for point number three, um, like, cause there's lots of people that are probably listening to this and, you know, maybe they've never done a test before. Maybe, you know, they don't have any idea, but they hear 63% conversion rate or even 24%, probably 5% would be like 500% better than a lot of websites. Yeah. I'm using this one as an extreme because we have some clients that aren't at 5% that I'd like to get to 5%. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's, uh, it's across the board. Yeah. So, so let's say someone's been thinking about testing for a long time and just haven't really done it because they don't know how. What are the most important factors that somebody should consider when they're trying to figure out the best way to approach their testing? If you could even break it down. Yeah. I, uh, again, it's gonna you're going to look at, you need to look at the data and look at your current assets. So your data specifically, of course, you know, we're big fans of Google Analytics. Um, so... It's, it's understanding what is that data saying uh, about your site, about your page, how does that align with your strategy, what is that page intended to do, and then what is that data saying that the user is doing. Um, so if, if we feel that um, we have a lot of, say, organic traffic that, that is landing on a homepage and we really want them to get to uh, page A, um, but, they're, but they're not for whatever reason, um, but we feel like we have a good experience, to, a user experience to get them there, then we would look at, okay, let's look at some alternative ways that we can engage that visitor to get them to that page. Um, so that, so that, that's, that's, that's one way. That might, that might be calls to action. That might be a headline. That might be the navigation. And it could be, could be several different elements. It's crazy but, how often it's just simple messaging, huh? <laughs> yeah, oftentimes, yeah. Or just, or calls to action or from a design perspective that you think that something is clear and, and as far as where they should be clicking or what they should be doing and, and it's simply not. So, um, so those things make a difference, but then again, with us being, so that's a, so that's really more of like a user experience side. How are we getting the right content in front of, in front of the visitor? Once we have that content in front of the visitor, so let's say it's, we're doing a paid campaign and we're sending them to a, to a pay, to a landing page. Um, then at that point, um, again, it comes down to what's, what's happening. What is the data saying? Are they, are they not spending, I talked about that earlier. Are they not spending enough time on the page? Um, and also not converting. If they're not spending much time on the page, but they're converting, I don't care how much time they spend on the page, right? So at the end, it's really about what is this page achieving what we're looking to achieve, and if it's not, what are those other what are those other metrics that are uh, that that are a part of this page time on page bounce bounce rate, um, those sorts of things that will that will understand the user. And then again, now you say, okay, how do we influence this particular metric? So if it is a conversion rate, um, it may be let's let's test a smaller form a longer form let's test the positioning of a form let's test the uh, a headline 
let's test photography, the, the call to action, um, the, the, the font that's being used, the font size. I mean, again, there, there are so many different things that you, that you have to take into consideration when you're looking at the asset, like, and you, and you, and you line the data up with it and say, okay, what, what's causing this? And so you use your, use your experience and, and, uh, and, and you apply it to that and, and start running some tests and see if you can Im- improve those numbers. Uh, well, so I was just going to uh, recap kind of what I think I'm hearing you say, which is know the metric you want to move, right? Because when you say look at data, I think a lot of people can look at Google Analytics and get glossy eyed and, and not really know what what to look for. But it's almost like know the metric you want to move. And there's, you know, we always have our high five, you know, visits, leads, customers, conversion rate, close rate. Mm-hmm. Look at the metric you want to move, then find ways to impact that, right? Changes you can make that would impact that. So, and, and this happens not only on websites, right? But you can do it with emails for, you know, the, the open rate and the click-through rate. Um, you know, you change ch- subject lines and that type of stuff. But, um, but I think that's what I'm hearing you say is kind of the first thing is know the metric you want to move, the one metric, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then find ways to influence that metric changing so otherwise you know if you're looking at bounce rate and conversion rate and close rate and yeah. time on page you know one could be moving up one could be moving down you don't really know ultimately what what the end goal is so correct and and you and again the 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 key metric in all of it is is always going to be the number of leads or the number of sales that, mm-hmm. that you're producing dollars on the, the other side the, yeah that's what <laughs> that's what matters and i always talk about that it's just like the the quality the, the number of visitors or the number of sessions on a site is only relative to the results that are coming from it. So if we gen, if we if we drive a million uh, sessions to a site in a month and ten of those turn into leads or ten of those turn into sales, that is that's terrible, right? Mm-hmm. That million that million yeah. number means absolutely nothing. Where versus if we get a hundred and we get fifty of them to to convert comparatively, that's significantly better. Mm-hmm. So. It, it all comes down to always start with what are the results that you're looking to get out of this experience and then and then work backwards from there. And then a lot of times, too, with your A-B testing, um, you want to you want to modify one element at a time because if you start to multiply in the, in the A-B side of things, if you start changing uh, multiple things and you're just doing a one-to-one A-B test, um, you may misinterpret what is actually impacting the what change is actually driving the increase in performance. Right. So now next you go and you and you do another version and, and you and you take that thing out that actually helped or you undo something that helped when you have multiple things in there it just adds to the confusion. So sure. So just to, if just to make sure that I'm getting this correctly, if so for instance, let's say we've never tested anything in the world and we have a call to action on our page that says join our newsletter. And then the it asks for their name, it asks for their email address, it asks for their phone number, it asks for the position in the company and the company they work for, and all of those are required fields. I would I would guess that your first suggestion would be, why don't you just require the email address and see what that does? Right, only ask for the email address. Yeah. I wouldn't even have any other fields. And so then if, if that's the first level of test and somebody does that, 
and nobody still joins up, then maybe they could realize that no one wants to join a freaking newsletter and get another million emails in their inbox and they might need to change the messaging a little bit to be more compelling. Yeah, in that instance, it's definitely about the messaging. You have to illustrate the value of what they're going to get to, to in order to give their email address. Uh, so in that instance, I would say that the, that the value uh, proposition that was being provided to, to sign up wasn't good enough. Yeah, so it's definitely complex. But I think you broke it down into a way that most people will be able to understand it, which is probably going to make a lot of people happy. Yeah, I think it, I think it's I think it's complex, but it you know um, once you get your head wrapped around, I think it's just like logical, common sense types of things. Like you you if you can if you can understand the data and you understand how to use a website, um, you know whether it's on your on your phone or on on your laptop. Um, just applying applying your experience, your common sense to it is, is huge. I mean, just today we any e-commerce client that we're talking about, everybody wants to be Amazon. Well, it's because Amazon has made things easy, and everybody you know that's 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 the standard that that uh, that they expect. So, yeah. All right. Well, those are our three points today, talking about uh, testing. Uh, we covered um, the elements that you can test on a page and, and different things like that. We talked about headlines and photos and design CTAs. Uh, we talked about the types of structured testing, mostly uh, multivariate and uh, A-B testing. And then what we just got done uh, talking about is, is just some tips, some factors to consider when you're uh, considering testing. And we talked about knowing the metric you want to move um, finding ways to improve that and then change one thing at a time. So Paul, it was good having you on this episode. Uh, we ended with the best with the last again, or the last with the best, uh, the best with the last, uh, what, the last, the last best. Yeah. The last so, best. I'll go ahead and take us out and save so, Jeff yeah. from his so, struggling. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> and, right. uh, I'm still trying to figure out what my Amazon example was about. So. <laughs> All right. So I feel like that just ended right in the middle of my <laughs> Yeah. I don't really know what point I was so, making. There. So anyway, <laughs> for those of you who have not yet clicked stop due to this confusing banter, um, or if you need some clarification, just head on over to our website at wearemindscape.com forward slash in the weeds. Uh, you can check out any episodes that you haven't listened to yet and see if there's anything of interest. You can also visit our social channels at the profile We Are Mindscape. Uh, and use the hashtag in the weeds podcast to share any topics that you'd like us to cover in the future, any comments or any thoughts, even if you want to argue with us. That's kind of fun, too, at least for me. Or you can send us an email at in the weeds at we dot com. Thanks a lot for tuning in and we look forward to seeing you on the next one. Bye, everyone.